Great. Uh, thank you, uh, Nate. That was read really, really well. Um, this week, I tried to start my car for the first time in three months. I've been 12 weeks. I've been uh, in isolation. Um, and then when uh, I, it, I, just, I got adopted by the Croft family, uh, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to start my car. Now, my car was in the drive. Didn't look any different, looked good, everything. I couldn't open the door. Uh, the door's electric. And that should have been the first sign. Eventually, I forced the door open, put the key in the lock, nothing, not anything. The battery had gone completely flat. Uh, I called the AA uh, because Andy came round with jump leads to try and do it, and we put the, the, the <laughs> jump leads in the wrong place, so nothing happened. The AA came, the man came, and uh, he started the car after a little while and showed me where we should have put the jump leads. And then he left, and I got in the car, and I decided I'd have a little drive round. Uh, but um, as I backed out of the, uh, the drive, uh, it, the, the brakes wouldn't come off. I couldn't get the brakes off. My car's a Citroen, and it's electronic brakes, and I forced it. And then I got halfway into the road and I realized that the brakes were not coming off. And I thought, I need to get back in the drive. So I tried to drive forward. And the, when the brakes are on and you're trying to drive, eventually smoke was coming out of all the wheels and um, the noise was terrible. My neighbors were running out of their houses worried, wondering what was going on. And my neighbours think I'm a little bit eccentric anyway. The AA had to come back and uh, the man rejigged the electrics and he said everything had gone wrong. The, the, the date was showing 1st of January 2007. Everything had gone wrong. Anyway, the car is now fixed. Put that on the back burner for a little bit. Let it simmer there while we get to our reading. And uh, I, I discovered this reading um, through uh, listening to a friend of mine called Terry Virgo uh, talking about it. And I love uh, what this reading is about. There were these four lepers. And um, uh, they, lepers in those days, it was terrible. You know, they, you, your, your lifespan was not long. You were in real trouble. Uh, you were you know, you, you, everyone kept away from you. It was incurable, all of that stuff. And these four lepers were with the people of Samaria and they were surrounded by the Aramean army, which was much bigger than them and they were going to attack them and they were worried. And the, um, the, the Israelites uh, had run out of food. They were, they were going to starve. And the four lepers said, you know what? We're gonna die here. Um, let's go to the Aramean camp and give ourselves up. Maybe they'll spare our lives. In the meantime, the Lord created a diversion and the Arameans thought that another army was coming to attack them. So they fled their camp. So when the four lepers, as we just read, when the four lepers came into the camp, it was empty. There were no Arameans there. And, uh, it says here in verse 8 of 2 Kings chapter 7, the men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp, entered one of the tents and ate and drank. 
Then they took silver, gold, and clothes and went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent and took some things from it and hid them also. Now, these guys were, were, were starving. They were, they, were, they, were, they were full of hunger, and they found the best food in the enemy's camp, what they thought was the enemy's camp. And they were in rags because they were lepers. And they put on the Aramaeans' clothes. And they took their gold and their silver. Then they said to each other, what we're doing is not right. This is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. So they went and they told everyone in Israel, in, 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 in the palace in Israel, the Aramean camp is empty, so everyone came and they won a great victory because the enemy was no longer there. They had fled. And um, uh, when uh, some folk preach on this, and the first thing I thought when I read it was, it's about evangelism. It's about mission. Let's not keep this to ourselves. We have found some good news. Let's go and tell everyone else. And it is about mission. It is about telling others about the good news. But before, but the message of this story is before you tell, taste. They stayed, first of all, and they ate the choice food. They tasted. And this is a little picture of the gospel. I love the way, I love the way in the Old Testament there are these little stories hidden away everywhere that are whispers of the good news of Jesus who is to come. And uh, they, they were lepers, like we are, are broken, uh, we uh, are diseased, uh, we have lots of things that are wrong with us, and uh, we're frightened, and we've got no food, and we're no spiritual food, we're hungry, we've got no spiritual drink, and we're thirsty. And then these guys, they found, oh my goodness, there's food. There's a psalm that says, a verse in one of the psalms that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see. You know, in the Old Testament, God provided manna from heaven to the people of Israel in the wilderness where they had no food. And these lepers, they, they found food. And um, Jesus is our bread of life. And he also says to anyone who is thirsty, come to me and drink and you will never thirst again. Jesus is, if I can put it like this, because he puts it like this, Jesus is our spiritual food and drink. And before we tell, let's taste. Let's taste and see that the Lord is good. Let's, 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 let's receive from him. Let's eat and drink of his life. Because then when we go and tell, we tell about something that we have experienced or someone we have experienced rather than something that we've heard about. The good news is more than something you hear. The good news is a person you encounter, Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. If I had known uh, that we were going to end up in this terrible situation with the COVID-19 thing and everything that's happening, uh, what would I have done differently? I would have encouraged 
every single one of you. And I would have said to myself and to my friends, let's get closer to Jesus. Let's, let's meet with him in a deeper way. Let's do discipleship properly. And how do you, the question is, how do you taste and see that the Lord is good? How do you do that? Well, there's two ways, the Word and the Spirit. And we in our church, people think we emphasize the Spirit, and we do. But we, it's the Word and the Spirit. And by the Holy Spirit, I mean to be constantly filled with the Spirit. Paul says to the Ephesians, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, the fruit of being filled with the Spirit is worship. And worship is the language of love. That's why we spend time singing songs to Jesus, speaking words of praise and thanksgiving and adoration to Jesus. It's about being in his presence. And the Holy Spirit is God in us. If, if, if Jesus comes to live in us in the power of the Spirit, he comes to dwell in us and we experience him. But also, it's about getting into the book. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Do you know this book is full of truth? It's full of riches. I adore this book. It's life to us. It's food to us. Mwah. We should, we should, we should treasure this book. And and in it, uh, it's amazing when you when you w work a little bit at understanding the great themes in the book. When you when you spend time in the book, it all comes together magnificently. And this is why. Andy and I, for weeks now, for 12 weeks, is it, we've been doing daily little podcasts. How many have we done? Uh, over 80. I don't know how many. Over 80 we've done every day. And they're, they're not long, but the reason we've done that is because we, we want every day to, to help our brothers and sisters to, to get little truths, little nuggets from his word. That's why we do the live stream. That's why we've been encouraging otherwise. And that's why we're doing a, a kind of a book of every other week. And I just want to mention, I know Andy said about the normal Christian life. I know a number of you have been reading The Good God, uh, which is brilliant, and The Hiding Place, which is fantastic. This is my copy of The Normal Christian Life, which I bought in 1975. And... Um, I wrote my name on the inside in, a, um, in, in much neater handwriting then than I do now. This is a golden book because it takes the first eight chapters of Romans and it brings them to life. It is magnificent. I've been, I'm rereading it now and like Andy, I just want to cry. And he just, these truths that he puts together and it, what this book does, it helps me to understand better this book and the great thing here is there's a set in the norm, in the version that you can buy from St Andrew's bookshop or anywhere else there's a second book which is sit walk stand it's called which is his study on Ephesians which is also utterly utterly brilliant folks let's spend this time let's spend these days 
growing deeper in our faith, understanding our faith. In understanding, let's be adults and not children. Children have to be fed, spoon-fed all the time. All of us, each of us, let us, let us study, let us meditate. If it's a struggle at the beginning to do it on our own, that's one reason we have connect groups. Get together with others. Uh, read his word. Get close because it's, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Any relationship that's worth anything is worth investing in. Back to finish to my car. Let's take it off the back burner. My car sitting in the driveway looked great. It looked fine on the outside. But because I hadn't used it for 12 weeks, on the inside, it died. The, the battery completely flat and the brakes froze. If we don't feed on the Lord Jesus Christ, on the outside for a long time, we may look okay. But on the inside, we go flat. Do not let your spiritual battery go flat. Do not let your spiritual brakes freeze because it's a flipping job to get them going again. And every day, switch on the ignition. Every day, go for a little drive round the block with the book and the spirit and other resources that shine a light on the riches of Jesus Christ. There are treasures in him. Don't settle for diet Jesus. Go for the full-blown thing, the full-blown person, the wonder of who he is. With all my heart, I encourage you, wherever you're watching this, and I know all the stuff I know about time, even in lockdown. You know, I, I've been living on my own in isolation until the last few days for 12 weeks. And sometimes I've wondered, where has the day gone? Where has the day gone? Make space. Make space. And there's something about reading that, that reaches us in a different way to podcasts. And I want to say that some of the stuff on the internet, some of the teaching, frankly, is crazy. Some of the teaching, get into good stuff. We want to tell you about some great stuff that has, I first read this when I was 16 years old. And I'm saying this, I don't have shares in this. We get nothing out of this, except we grow and we develop.